I grew up with an acne covered face and um, am a ginger middle child. Uh, so obviously I have, even though I would say, and I, I, you can keep this in if you want to, I have a pretty prodigious penis. Um, <laughs> prodigious. <laughs> prodigious. I don't want to go out and say hung, but you know, people who know me know me. Um, that's all I talk about is how big my dick is. Um, and why shouldn't I talk about it? Why shouldn't I be very proud of the fact that I have a humongous penis? Um, but even though I have a humongous penis, um, I still know that it's, you know, that's not going to do the job for me. But the slide in that pussy is a homicide. There it is. Welcome to Hookup Horror <laughs> Stories, the podcast where we share our worst hookup or ditty experiences. I'm Demi Wild, your resident sexual deviant, and today I've got a very special guest deviant. She's ditzy, she's gorgeous, and she's sad. Missouri's finest author and comedian, Autumn Equinox. Hi, oh my God, Missouri. Yes, that is where <laughs> I am from. And Seattle, let's be faceless. I'm, I'm from Seattle too. Um, Really, I want to say I'm from all over, but that's a lie. So I don't say it that often. <laughs> oh boy. Well, you know, yeah. we all make mistakes here and there. So I, I, I won't blame you. <laughs> I, made, I made a big one. I made a big one. I moved to Missouri. <laughs> Yeah. Well, before we get into anything, just be sure to like, share, and subscribe to this show. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review and a comment on Apple Podcast. And that'll allow us to keep this show going. So, yes. Autumn, I know a lot about you already, but tell our <laughs> listeners a little bit about yourself. Well, I am a drag queen. Um, I'm originally from Seattle, Washington. Um, and then I moved to Columbia, Missouri way back in 2018. Um, I am an author. I wrote a book called Project Wonders, which is currently available for purchase on Amazon um, and barnesandnoble.com. You should look it up. It's about um, seven mostly queer teenagers being abducted by the government and given superpowers and turned into super soldiers. It's very it's very fun. It's very silly. It, it features a gender non-binary character. It features um, a queer romance. Um, it, fe- it features people of color. Um, you know, I try to like show off as much um, as much, I think, underappreciated characters, particularly in the superhero genre um, as an action adventure drama genre as much as possible. Completely. Yeah. Um, I was one of the first backers just throwing it out there. Yes. <laughs> she got her free copy in the mail. Yes. I, oh, wait, I haven't yet. Yeah, you did. Didn't I mail it? Wait, did you order a free copy or did I, did you just give me money? Cause I think I just gave you money. I didn't I get a copy. Just gave money. Never mind. <laughs> Fuck you then. Never mind. You only gave me 10 bucks. <laughs> I don't know how much money you gave me. I'm sorry. I should have written that down before I should have done my, done my, 
I don't remember how much I gave you. It might have only been 10 bucks. I it was probably any, all any I had little at the bit, time. Any little bit counts. Any little bit counted. And I'm very appreciative for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was say. just happy to back my friend in their cool project. So I am. I am very much. Yes. Happy also, it, my also my pronouns are they them um, in drag. I go by she her. So you'll probably hear one of the variations. Demi and I have known each other since. Seattle days, those halcyon days when we both lived in Seattle at the same time, and mm-hmm. we both did drag. She did drag as Venus Lapinus. Yes, which ma'am. you know, I know so many Venuses. Do and you? yeah, I know. I know. Like, I was the only other one I knew besides Venus Delight. I knew three: Venus Lapinus, and I know one right now who I will not mention. Um, but I will say that your name, your name is the your is the only variation of the Venuses that um i that i enjoy i say a lot i say a lot what i mean is three which is like like a third of a hand completely a third my two thirds third of a hand i'm not here from i didn't go to school for math i I went to school for math though I've never, I've never done any drugs. I haven't done any drugs yet. I've oh, been God invited. To par- I've been invited to party and play several times, but I've never partied. Yeah, don't do it. It's not. It's not really my cup of tea. You know, I, I, honestly, the first time I ever heard the, the phrase party and play, I legitimately, and this is not a joke. I thought, well, I mean, I could do an orgy. <laughs> I thought it just meant sex party. I've been, to, I've been in sex parties before. I mean, who hasn't? Boring, I think that's how it's people. intended to start, but once you actually go there, it's really just like one dude in a basement and like a crack pipe, and <laughs> it's just really sad. It's uh, you know, give it like like you, this is what I want in my orgies, and this is period. Um, I want a nice snack bar, plenty of water bottles, like exactly. closed water bottles, no open source water, um, no tap. Um, non-refrigerated food like crackers something that doesn't 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 go stale something that won't go bad because after a couple hours because we're not going to be focusing on that and also let's be clear more than one bottom yeah like oh yeah people you probably the the viewers at home (laughs) you guys probably won't realize this because i sound so femi um but i am in fact a top and I'm good at it. And, <laughs> and the thing that really offsets me the most about group sex, and this is the reason, and we'll talk about this. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, but the thing that offsets me the most about group sex is when there is a bad ratio of tops to bottoms. Like if it's like two tops, one bottom, fine. I will, I will show up and I will be present and I will please whoever I'm being asked to please. But really, really my preferred threesome coordination is top versus bottom yeah that's fun a hole, for, a hole for everybody everyone's getting something and at least two people are prepared for anal yeah exactly top bottom top we know who the star of the show is yes and it's not me <laughs> it's not me and i don't like that i don't like it my dream constellation and i've had this before and we'll talk about it bottom top bottom it's happened you before tell. I'm hoping it'll happen again. Um, but you know, there, 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 there is the horror story, and then there is the the good times. Um, you know, you have you have a guy on each end of you. You're just like, yeah, 
it's exactly what a top, what a bottom wants, but it's a top. So like, you know, like, like a bottom fantasy is like, I want to, I want to top in the, I want I want a top in my mouth and I want top in my ass. Yeah. The, the top fantasy is I want a bottom on my mouth and a bottom on my dick. And I have no shame <laughs> in sharing that. I love talking about how much I want that for me. So dating. Um, I'm not, I'm not ashamed. I'm here. I'm present and I'm not afraid to listen to my partner and say, listen, if you want a threesome, I will give you that threesome, but I want a threesome too. And it's going to be mine. <laughs> so dating, <laughs> dating, are you single? Yes. Unfortunately. Um, how is dating in Missouri? <laughs> <laughs> Miserable. <laughs> Miserable. Stupid. Um, I live in Columbia, Missouri, which is mostly a college town. Um, a lot of nursing students, a lot of hospitals. Um, and the guys here are like the grinder game is mostly like flaky college students yeah. who, um, you know, I have some good, I've met some nice people here. They're the, the best ones are taken valid. Um, and the ones that I feel like I get along the best with, I guess, and I don't, I don't stress this because at the end of the day, it's, it's all about like what works for everybody. I feel like I'll meet somebody and then it just like, I don't know, they just sort of peters out. Like we'll have a, a lot of really good chemistry. We'll get along really well. And then it just sort of goes nowhere. Yeah. Um, and it's usually because they're students, even if they are like my age, they're usually students. And um, you know, uh, it can be weird and awkward trying to balance a full-time, full-time teaching mashing full-time work because everyone's poor yeah. um and then also trying to date and so like I, my right now i'm i'm sort of focused on getting maybe to a larger city like maybe kansas city or st louis yeah maybe even i mean Chicago. here I mean, I mean i'm in like the heart of hollywood but like it's i yeah, feel like either too. like people date here and they're either a model mm-hmm. <laughs> which is like completely like me. outside or me completely outside of the realm of like what i would look okay with you know <laughs> i i will say this i do sometimes allow myself to think of optics and like i think and I'll, I'll 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 own this um sometimes i preoccupy myself with the optics of dating yeah um i'm not i turned 30 this year this august i turned 30 virgo season um mm-hmm. And uh, Virgo sister, that's right. Hey, Virgo sister, we're both Virgos. Mm-hmm. It's so September so 2nd. stupid. <laughs> August twenty fourth, right on the edge of Leo's. Oh, so yeah. when the funnest part about being a Virgo that's on the cusp of Leo is that people are like, really? Oh, when I tell people I'm a Virgo, they're like, oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And then when I tell people that I'm on the cusp of Leo, they're like, oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I'm like. <laughs> Or you're just trying to use like constellations to pinpoint my personality, which is unmappable for the human. Like I am. Yes. I think that like, I believe in a certain cosmology of like, we are all carbon based life forms and stars are in fact, carbon and gas and the position. And we all, and we are all sourced from the same life energy. Um, and I like, I like to think that like, you know, the positions of the stars have some sort of impact on, of who we are and how we develop as people. But I also think a lot of it is sociological in the sense of if people treat you like a Virgo, you're going to be a Virgo. So I'm kind of hoping that I'll have kids one day and they'll all be like <laughs> not Virgos, but I'll make, but I'll raise them to be Virgos. <laughs> 
And then people be like, you're such a Virgo. They're like, I'm a Capricorn. <laughs> you're going to totally like raise the nature versus nurture issue all over again. <laughs> I, you know, that's my, that's my dream is to like, you know, ex, you know, just experiment on people. Completely. No. Yeah. Well, dating is hard anywhere you are, to be honest. It's real. Like, it's real. But the optics of it is, yeah, like you either date someone above you or you date someone like below your grade. And I don't want to date somebody well, below my grade. I'm you no, know, I'm, I'm a good, I'm a good like seven on a good day. But like, you know, I, if I date a 10, people ask questions. I think I'm a 30. Um <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that people think I think people also apply optics when they think of me too, which is disconcerting, but it is what it is. Like I like I'll I I'm real. People think I'm sexier when I have my beard, but my beard is also a very sexy ginger beard. So of course I think I look sexier with my beard. But then I also do drag, so I don't have my beard like through two weeks out of the out of the month. Right. What am I supposed to do about that? The beard grows back and it's sexy as fuck. You just have to wait. And if you can only see me as sexy when I have my beard, then what are we doing here? You know? Um, And if I can only see you as sexy, you know, what I'm thinking that one day I will meet somebody that I just have really great chemistry with that. I won't think about optics. And maybe that's what I'm waiting for. It's just like, listen, I, if I'm, that's what I'm here for now. That's what I'm featuring emotionally is listen, I'm not going to settle. You know, I'm, I'm going to want to meet someone where it's just like, either they are the most beautiful person to me that it doesn't matter really what, what I think they look like um, or that they are just, they are a dazzling spectacle of a creature. Like, you know, just like, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for that portion of my life to begin where it's like, you know, where it's like not settling for less than what I think I I deserve as a person. And it's less about physical appearance and more about what I need to nurture my soul and my spirit. Well, here's some good news. That all starts at 30. (laughs) So you're at the beginning. (laughs) Good. I just started working out this past year. So I feel very confident with my body and I feel very confident with who I am as a person. And and I, and as we, as we, we, we had a, this is, you guys didn't hear this, but we had a nice fun little conversation about like, you know, (laughs) the drag scene in Missouri and like, and personal expectations. And I'm also now I can gladly say in that realm of my career as a drag queen of no longer taking shit from anybody. Oh yes. And, um, and that's, you know, you, if it can apply to like your career, like, I think I deserve this much money a month. I think I deserve, you know, this, I, I think I deserve to spend this much money on rent. I think I deserve this. And I think I deserve that. Why can't it apply to dating? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? I mean, why not? I know there's a certain economic quote that I'm going to not be able to put in here, but it's like your wealth equals your. Never mind. I'm not even going to try. Worth? <laughs> your wealth equals your worth. Your economic. Yeah. Your wealth equals your worth or your worth equals your wealth or your emotional wealth equals. Your, I don't even fucking know what I'm saying here. It was some thing I saw on Instagram. Never mind. <laughs> On that note, uh, wow. <laughs> can we get into your story here? <laughs> sure. I, I, we had, I, I mean, when you've had sex with as many people as I have, and I've had sex with a lot of people, I think it's uh, one of the benefits. I, I, like for the longest time, I thought I was like the ugliest person. Reality is, is that I'm not ugly. I'm actually very sexy. <laughs> 
I'm an attractive, I'm an attractive person, um, you know, and I'm very good at sex. Yes. Yes. I, I usually only have sex with people once and then I never see them again, but I don't think that's a reflection of me as a, as an individual. I think that's more of a reflection of the fact that I have very, very bad taste. <laughs> Wait, no, that's me. That's a me thing. I need to work on that, but you know, um, we could talk about the guy that I very recently fooled around with who uh, <laughs> was like on top of me. He was sitting, he was writing me and he was looking at me and going, I just want you to smile more. And I'm like, we're having sex while you're grinding your ass into my crotch. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to smile more. I'm sorry that I'm not like beaming while you're grinding my stone like jesus christ <laughs> jesus leave me alone what the fuck like just let me i mean can't you just okay can't we just both take pleasure from the same things he was also like i mean you know we i think we just both had different things that we wanted that we expected from the situation which i can't judge him for but you know it when still was a very more. weird thing. i want you to smile more and it was very much that it was that energy of like Hey girl, give me a smile. And I'm like, I don't like that at all. No, that's not like, sexy it's a very, at all. It's not sexy at all. Or I could talk about the time I fucked a military twink and um, he tried doing this porn move. You know, like how like guys think that they're that porn moves are sexy, like yeah. porn positions that are very clearly meant to be like viewed as opposed to done. And no one talks about it enough, but porn is not fun. Well, I just like, interviewed. Okay, so I just interviewed Michael Martinez because he's a friend of mine and he was oh, literally Micah. telling us. And we were just telling us he was telling us some tea about what actually happens in those porn moves. And he actually does. They're they're not actually meant to be like workable moves. They're actually meant to be seen from function. a camera. It's it's it, it's 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 feature over function. Yes, exactly. Now, it's performative sex, which isn't bad. Mm hmm. But it's also. But it's, when you're trying to do it in real life, it comfy. doesn't work. It's not comfy. <laughs> It's not comfy. Um, Micah Martinez. I'm Googling because I want to know if I've met Micah or not. Big hairy bear guy. Different. Funny guy. Oh, yeah. No, we've never met. Yeah. <laughs> different Micah. Different Micah. Anyway, sorry. Sorry, Micahs to all the Micahs. I'm sorry. <laughs> but anyway, but no, he uh, he tried doing this thing where he like twisted around on top of my penis and he nearly took my penis with him. Oh, no. And it. I, I felt my dick twist and I was like, no, no. Cause he was like riding it like a spider, you know, like, like, you, oh, know, like no. that, you know, that spider move that like <laughs> bottoms do uh, in porn, you know, where I they're like, they're the like, video. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 he, yeah. Demi just got a very good, very good eyeful. But basically like, I think anyone at home listening can, can know like it's like uh it's that move it's like reverse cowgirl but bent backwards and your and but your hands and feet are both on the bed and yeah. you're just sort of bouncing up and down on top of it <laughs> well he was doing that it was very uncomfortable because he had no ass oh no and military twinks are crazy like another thing we don't talk about enough as a people is like the different variations of twinks and how they're all kind of nuts mm -hmm. but i wish we talked about that more we should talk about it more, but we're not going to. Um, <laughs> instead, I'm going to talk about the threesome from hell. Because what kind of, wait, wait, wait. What kind of tweak would I be? A tat twink. Tat twink. Spiritual, a spiritual nudist hippie twink. Art hippie twink. twink. <laughs> hippie twink. <laughs> hippie twink. Okay. I, hippie I get twink. that. Cool. 
Skinty hippie twink. I'm into that. Yeah. I mean, you, you are you're twinkish. You're twinkish, but I, I was I, at one know, point uh, until I, one until some uh, bouncer at a club in San Francisco called me and a retired twink. Oh, I said, oh, oh, I am 29, oh. ma'am. <laughs> Maybe it's because we're the same age where I'm just like, no, I think you're still twinkish. I don't know. I don't think I'm 33 twi- I guess, now, but at the time I was 29. 33. I thought you were. Yeah. I thought you were. I thought you were my age. I'm 29. I'm 33. Oh fuck me! Okay, well, my, G- my Jesus year. <laughs> hey, um, don't get don't get crucified. I hate that. Um, such a martyr. Um, but um, anyway, I we were talking about threesomes earlier, and I think like threesomes are a very big thing. Like especially now, as we get into the age of the thruple, where I feel like there we're seeing more and more thruples these days, and I think I think a very key component in being in having like a quality healthful health-minded sexual relationship with a partner is just being aware of your limitations in terms of group sex you know like i'd say like i've had threesomes with people that i'm in relationships with before and it's never usually been too dramatic um because i'm usually very good at like voicing like okay i think we're ready for a threesome okay i think i'm ready for a threesome you know like you kind of have to say that to yourself um i was 19 no, I was 18. Worse. I was <laughs> 18 worse. years old. I was 18 years old. I was a senior in high school. I was an I was 18 years old. Well, I was a super senior. Um, which is where you're in high school for an extra year. Yeah. And um, I was still living with my mom. And I, I, this was Adam for Adam years. So pre-grinder. Oh, yes. yeah. oh Adam for Adam. I'm very which familiar. I still get notifications. <laughs> from Adam for Adam saying that I get messages. Cause I signed up, I, I guess I, I had a weak moment and I signed up, you signed up a few, a few months ago and I forgot to delete my account, but I went <laughs> on there and I was like, Oh, these are all guys in their forties and fifties. Okay. I'm in the wrong place. Yeah. Um, it's, it's like when you go central. to like, yeah, it's gross. Um, but anyway, um, Adam for Adam years, 18, this was 11 years ago. Oh, I just broke my own heart <laughs> 11 years ago. I was 18, 11 years ago. Oh, hold on. Give me a second. I was 18, 14 years ago. We're not talking 15. about you. <laughs> 15 years ago. Damn. It just hurts my feelings. Anyway, anyway, um, this is I could have years a ago, which was 2011. Right I could have, I mean, <laughs> technically speaking, you, don't let's not go down that road. Let's not go down that road. <laughs> anyway, so I was um I was 18. This was 2011. And <laughs> um there were these two guys that sort of showed up and at the time, 18 years old, I was featuring threesomes because I wasn't really interested in a relationship at the time. I wasn't aware of the fact of how, how, how I'm not true. You know how like you think that you want a relationship, but your behavior very clearly is screaming. Actually, I kind of want to be a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was my 18 years. I was, I was like very much doing my whole shit and living my whole slut life and having threesomes with like pretty much every couple in, in Pierce County. I lived in, um, I lived in Gig Harbor, Washington, which is a very small suburb. I think like right across the Tacoma Narrows bridge from Tacoma. So like, did literally, you know my ex then? What's your ex's name? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. 
mean, <laughs> that was just a random thing that yeah okay, we're gonna, cool. i'm gonna edit mind. this out by the way okay bye never mind that was who i was dating for like in seattle oh that's cute yeah. anyway um no um anyway so i met these two dudes on um adam for adam and we were like chatting it up and then i went over um i didn't have a car so i walked three miles four miles because that's kind of what you had to do when you didn't have a car and just everywhere was sort of you had to sort of walk everywhere in the small town three miles um, was nothing back in the day I now know, i could barely I walk mean, two blocks <laughs> <laughs> I know. And I work out now. So it's, it's so sad when it's like, listen, the, the, the miles I went to for ass. I know. And now it's like, I mean, I, I drove two hours. I, I drove to Kansas city for a hookup once very recently. Oh, shit. Um, so I don't feel too. So really in retrospect, maybe walking, walking for ass was probably not as bad as driving two hours for it, no. but I walked 45 minutes for this. And I thought, I thought, I mean, they were cute. You know, they were, they were cute in like a very much like, Oh we're, yeah, we're visiting from we're we're on our way driving around in a, in a truck together. They were, they were like in their mid to late twenties. Um, one of them was definitely, I'd say more handsome than the other one, traditionally speaking, um, you know, which is sort of the way it goes sometimes optics. What are you going to do? Um, I was okay. I was more attracted to one of them than I was to the other one. But as the way things go, the one I was the least attracted to was actually the best at sex. That usually happens, actually. It's such a real thing. Again, another thing happens. we need to talk about more is how people who I, I'd say are how less traditionally dull in the sack pretty people are. <laughs> because they don't think that they have to try that hard. And honestly, mm-hmm. they don't. Yeah, they, they don't. don't. They don't. I, I grew up with an acne covered face and um, am a ginger middle child. Uh, so obviously I have, even though I would say, and and you can keep this in if you want to, I have a pretty prodigious penis, um, (laughs) prodigious, (laughs) prodigious. I don't want to go out and say hung, but you know, people who know me, know me. Um, that's all I talk about is how big my dick is. Um, and why shouldn't I talk about it? Why shouldn't I be very proud of the fact that I have a humongous penis? Um, but even though I have a humongous penis, um, I still know that it's, you know, that's not going to do the job for me. You know, I, I still need to like make my partner. And sometimes, sometimes, and this is, I guess the, the, a, a symptom of being a top, sometimes you just don't want to, Sometimes I know that just by coming inside my partner, they're going to be perfectly happy with what, with whatever. They're like, Oh, you only lasted two minutes. Oh, that's fine. As long as I got the seed, we're good. Yep. Just, <laughs> just try. It's true. Some people are just like, that's all they want that they're, they're perfectly, they don't care if you last two minutes or five minutes or 20 minutes or 30 minutes. It, I think there are some people that are like, I'm very clearly here to have a good time. And I want to meet more of those people. But if I can get my rocks off and you can get your rocks off with very minimal effort. Done. Anyway, back to the, back to the batter at hand. Um, I was having, I was invited to just meet up with these guys and I was like, okay, well, I'm going to take a, I'm going to take a 30 minute bath anyway. Um, just, get ready. But didn't really matter. Cause I still walked 45 minutes. I don't even know why I took, I did I, why I even bothered. Um, so I walked four miles. They were hanging. They were, um, they were renting like a cottage at an RV park because they didn't actually have an RV. 
And um, one of them was handsome. He was fine. Neither of them, they both seemed like they're very coy, very nice. We had like an hour long conversation. I was like, you know what? Even though we didn't have sex, this was perfectly fine. So we had an hour long conversation, which was, I, I don't remember the, the basic details of the conversation. So, but I remember it was pleasant. And I, and then we ended, I ended up leaving, not having any sex. And I went home and I checked my messages and they're like, actually, could you come back? And I'm like, I just walked here. <laughs> But I was 18 and horny and I'd already walked eight miles oh. collectively. So why not walk another four? And so oh. I went back. I went back and then, you know, we had sex. I had sex with one of them while the other one watched. Um, because they were both bottoms. Yeah. Which, you know, again, I'm perfectly happy with that situation. Though they were, they both described themselves as versatile, but it was pretty clear that they were both bottoms. <laughs> When, when two verses are in a relationship together, usually they're both bottoms. And I don't know how that math works for them, but it's sexual math. What are you going to do? And um, neither of them were ready. Neither of them did any prep. But then again, how are you supposed to do prep work in an RV park? You know? And this was well, before I even Did they have a bathroom? <laughs> there was a... There was a bathroom. There was a shower. There, were there was a there are toilets like i mean it wasn't exactly there was no bathroom in the cottage but there was a public bathroom and it's very difficult to douche in public bathroom so i don't know why Ooh. i don't know why they thought that this was a good idea um yeah. but anyway i hooked up with the handsome one first and he was good it was fine um you know i i'm very verbal when i have sex and so i was like yeah you like that you like that you like that and he was like sure <laughs> He didn't actually say that, but he might as well have said it. Sure. He didn't actually say that, but he might as well have said it the way he was behaving. And then the the not so handsome guy was perfectly into it. He was having a great time. Um, but I guess maybe the maybe the handsome one was hoping he would be more involved. And so like eventually, I guess he got tired of bottoming. And so and then I pulled out and I was like, oh, cool. My dick is covered in shit now. Really happy that oh, I was using no. a condom. I was using a condom. So thank God for that. Because yeah. this is pre this was pre-prep. Um, this is pre-prep. Everyone was still very much like, even though we now know that undetectable is untransmittable, there was still like, you know, we still used I, I used condoms <coughs> up until I started using prep. And now it's like a case by case <coughs> basis. Like if we're both on prep or if the partner's undetectable, then you know, cool. So the handsome guy was, I guess, well, I mean, the, the not so handsome guy was perfectly into everything and enjoyed watching it. I don't think, I think that the not, so, I think the handsome guy was hoping that not so handsome guy would be like, oh yeah, I'm going to take you from the other end. And I think that that happened briefly. Like there was a brief moment, but like handsome, not so handsome guy couldn't quite keep it up, you know? So it wasn't really, it wasn't again, bottom energy. Like it was very much like that sort of, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm here to watch, but I'm not exactly like blah, blah. It was, it was very much like, oh, I'm here present they're yeah. both very much like oh i'm here and then not so handsome guy took his turn after i pulled out i saw that handsome guy had left me a lovely present <laughs> of um corned beef and cabbage um oh, on boy. the condom which was so fun um so i had to throw that away we had to get another condom i think i've i think i provided my own condoms because no <laughs> one ever had by then i had realized that no one ever had the condoms that i needed um again 
a very satisfactory penis size. But, you know, Trojan extra larges. I need a Trojan extra larges and no one was ever willing to like pay. Trojan extra larges are expensive. Yeah. And no one else is willing to pay for them. And I, even though I was broke as hell, I knew what I needed to do. Um, and always just mop them from the from the drugstore. <laughs> they are locked. Oh, yeah. They do lock them now, don't they? Sometimes. Yeah, they lock them. And I'm like, no, don't lock the condoms. <laughs> Let people steal the condoms. Yeah. If I, when I used to work at a Walgreens, if I saw someone stealing a condom, I swear to God, I'd be like, yeah, go you. Yeah. Stealing lube. Sure. Stealing yeah. condoms. Yes. Do that. Please. You know, I had an argument with somebody on the Internet. <laughs> Steal plan B. Steal plan B. Yeah. I had an argument with somebody on the internet uh, from Walgreens because they had locked up their toothpaste. <clears throat> and I am like, people are just out here trying to brush your teeth. <laughs> and you got to lock up the toothpaste. Are you kidding? The one thing that I think is probably the most necessary. The most necessary. And also it's just such an a problem for me to even get it. So it's like... <laughs> Why do that? Just, just you let have to press. You have to press the button, and you have to wait for someone to come help you. And every then, like, every every retailer actually has um, built into their to their business model a nine percent shrinkage in the course of a year. Every place does this. It's it's built in. You don't yeah. need to lock shit up. <laughs> it's very. I mean, at the end of the day, does it really matter? Like Walgreens is like a like a like a multi-million dollar company walmart is a multi-billion dollar company target all these places that like lock shit up like at the end of the day who cares just i said like go to purge but whatever exactly as someone who works in, as someone who worked in retail it really never matters you yeah. know there's always a way someone always finds a way and at the end of the day like you're not you're not capable of doing anything to stop the theft anyway back to the sex <laughs> we digress <laughs> we digress we both have adhd i think we do. um yeah it's so stupid why did we do this um <laughs> why did we agree to this conversation we could have we could have anyway <laughs> we could have not done to, this <laughs> i got invited to be here and it's my day off why the fuck not anyway um so uh not so handsome guy got on me and he was way more into it than the, the than handsome guy and handsome guy was off on the other side of the room watching me pound out his boyfriend and was very clearly not featuring any of it he was just like oh now i think the i think the jealousy stemmed from i think maybe he was like watching me have sex with this person um, you weren't actually, you didn't look very into it. And I, 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 I say this because I later dated someone who I, who I think matched this energy, um, of like, you didn't seem that into it when we first started like fooling around, but now that you're getting fucked, you're suddenly very interested in it. And I think maybe it was also like that sort of bottom, like that it's, it's sort of the symptom of being, I think two bottoms in a relationship is just like, Oh, maybe the problem is the fact that we're both bottoms, you know, I think yeah, <laughs> was the energy I was, it was the energy I was getting from the converse, from the situation and not so handsome guy was having a great time. He was just, he was having the time of his life. I was, you know what I, as someone who feeds off of energy, I was having some of my life because even though you, even though he was not traditionally someone that I'm very attracted to at the end of the day, he was, he was putting way more effort and energy into making the experience pleasurable for both of us than handsome dude did. And then handsome dude ended up walking out and then not so handsome guy ended up stopping. And I'm like, okay, cool. I guess I'm not, I'm, I guess I'm not coming today. That's fine. And so 
he and then not so handsome guy followed him and they went to the public showers to like shower off which you know valid considering that they were like you know and the not so handsome guy also left me a little present not as big as handsome guy but um you know not so handsome guy also shat on the condom which was very annoying <laughs> unprofessional behavior unprofessional, unprofessional they weren't getting they weren't getting beha- they weren't getting paid but it was still unprofessional behavior <laughs> and um i wasn't getting paid but i still felt like my time and money had been wasted i mean that was two condoms that was two dollars a, t- a ten a box of condoms a ten dollar eleven dollar box of condoms for eight condoms i used two condoms that was like what three four dollars worth of condoms <laughs> I didn't go to school for math. <laughs> I don't care. All I know is, is that you made me use two condoms and I do not feel good about that. I did not get reimbursed. I did not get, I did not get driven anywhere. I did not get driven. I do. I will say, I think they drove me home. Well, that's, I think that's they nice. did. I think not so handsome guy drove me home, but um, anyway, handsome guy got really pissed. <laughs> really, obviously, obviously very jealous, obviously very seething. He was like, why is my partner more interested in having sex with this other, with this gorgeous, young, hung individual than having <laughs> sex with, than topping me? And I'm like, listen, maybe you, I mean, it, it, I got very, I, I quickly got the energy that it was just not okay, that not, that they weren't exactly in the healthiest of places. Right. And that, and that handsome guy definitely thought that things were going to be a lot more different than how they turned out. So like, I think, I, I think that this, so I ended up, I ended up getting, I think I got a ride home, but it, it but I can't remember fully clearly. Um, all I remember, I remember conversation that, you had with them afterwards, like what the hell just happened? No, no, no I left. Okay. I left. Mr. Mr. Handsome was very much seething and not in a place to like resolve the issue. And not so handsome was like okay i think i have to deal with this emotionally so like i guess it's just it's just something i'm gonna have to do and it's very annoying but like it is what it is and i'm like oh no i get it it's it's real um even at 18 i had already sort of gotten that like some people just aren't and that was it that was actually i think the moment where i realized that not all couples are built for threesomes and really the oh and not all bottoms are built for bottoming (laughs) And if you're going to bottom in an RV park, maybe put some effort into it. I mean, just <laughs> in an like, RV park, in an RV park, in a cottage. I mean, like they were basically camping, and I'm like, Brokeback Mountain was a lie. You know, right. like you can't just fucking fuck someone. I mean, that's how you know a, a movie. Uh, that's how you know a gay sex scene was directed and written by a straight person. Yeah. Is that, you know, oh yeah, I'm just gonna spit on my dick and shove it in. That's not how it works, Mary. <laughs> You can't just fucking, and it took me a long time to realize how certain bottoms just did it. And I, and I used to be such a bitch. I used to be such a bitch when people would be like, oh, I can be there, but it's gonna be like an hour. And I'm like, why would you take an hour? You only live like 15 minutes away. Well, I have to get ready. I'm like, okay, fuck, whatever. And sometimes I would, and, and I, I, I'm, I'm terrible. This is terrible, but sometimes I would replace people yeah they'd be like on their way and i'd be like oh well i already someone's someone said they'd be here in 10 minutes so but then that's 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 all that's when you're a young douchebag what are you gonna do yeah but 
now I have so much of an appreciation for like bottoms who take care of their bodies. And listen, if it takes you an hour, three hours to get ready, I'll sit here with my dick in my hand. I'm fine with that. I'll I'll play, I play video games. If you come here and I can eat your ass and um, fuck it without, you know, seeing Willy Wonka and the chocolate factory, I'm going to be a very happy person. And you know, and that's it. That's real. It's it. It's the deal. Um, you know, when I, when I meet someone and w- like uh, the now, now my red flag is if a bottom says I can be there in 10 minutes, I'm like, no, you can't. You're going to get ready. But they're already ready though. It, I mean, if they're already ready, maybe that's also a bit of a red flag. I mean, can that also be a better like that? They're that they're so certain. Well, you know, they're ready to go. That's when they get on the grinder. And that's is that a red flag or is it a good thing? I that that might be a green flag. (laughs) Maybe it's like a yellow flag. Like, okay, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to think. These are of that, existential questions some... that need to be answered on this show right now. <laughs> on some level, on some level, I'd be like, oh, I guess maybe they were just about to like, maybe they were just about to like start like self fucking, or maybe they were just so certain. But, and also, too, no, don't be afraid to ask like if they've prepped. Yeah. And also, don't be afraid to ask, do you know what prepping means? Right. Especially if they're young. And that's another problem with living in a college town is that so many of these kids think that they're like, their assholes are immaculate. And I'm like, <laughs> you eat pizza and French fries every day for I lunch. <laughs> so no, <laughs> you live in a private, you have to, you, you share a communal shower with your dorm mates. You need to clean out. And I don't know. I think it's, I don't know. I don't but the, know. But then there's this whole thing too. Okay. I'm, I'm going to go back in time here for just a moment. Hmm. Back when I was 19 years old and I was getting real for the first time. Hallelujah. Nothing happened. Yeah. Nothing happened. Sometimes it's, sometimes it's fine. Sometimes, sometimes you think you're the best. Sometimes you think you're the <laughs> shit and that you won't shit. And, and sometimes you don't eat. And I don't like that. I don't know how I feel about, well, no, I don't like it. I don't like it when someone's like, oh yeah, I didn't eat to prepare for this moment. And I'm like, I want you to eat. <laughs> you gotta have energy. Just, <laughs> I, you're gonna need it. You're gonna fucking need it. And then next thing you know, I have someone sleeping on me or something. And I'm like, well, I mean, that never happens because my dick is too big, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no one sleeps on that. <laughs> no one sleeps on this, daddy. No. Um, Back to oh. the final final thing that we should we should discuss here. Um, sure. How communication in, in relationships and threesomes work. <laughs> well, one, if you're not featuring the threesome, don't have the threesome. Yeah. You know, don't listen, listen. And I know that this this is this might come off as like dark behavior, but you have the right to um, like renege consent. You have yeah. the right to retract consent. And if, and if two, if one out of, if one out of, if, if two out of three people in a threesome are enjoying themselves and one out of three people are not, it's not a successful threesome. Yeah. So if you're having sex with me and your boyfriend is watching and you're not enjoying the fact that he is just watching, but 
he just wants to watch, then maybe you should have a conversation about, you should have a conversation prior to the threesome about what the parameters are, you know? Right. Like, like, especially if you're in a relationship and this is like maybe your first, second or third threesome, like, or, you know, you're just experimenting or you're just trying it out. You're, you, you meet me and then I go home and then I come back because then you decide that you want to have sex with me. Maybe in the hour it takes me to get to your place, you one douche and two talk about what you want to see in this situation, but also douche. But also douche. (laughs) Douching is important. (laughs) Douching is important. Douching is important. Douching, douching, douching is important. That's right. House song. I'm happy I, I figured it out and you know, I, I'm happy to say that I haven't had a threesome in a very long time, you know, because I don't like threesomes. I've, I, you know, I, I said it just, you know, bottom, top, bottom, I'm down. But like, for the most part, I like the intimacy of just a one-on-one encounter. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. Where can our listeners find you? Well, you can find me on Twitter um, under the handle Equinoxious. You can find me on Instagram under Autumn Equinoxious. It's like obnoxious, but my name. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can find me on Facebook. Uh, you can find me on the YouTube. You can find me on the TikTok. Um, uh, I have, I have a very, I'm, I have a lot of funny content out there, and I'm very pretty. Um, so please come check me out. That's right. I'm, I promise you will not be bored. You will not be bored. That's for damn sure. (laughs) Thank you for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me, Daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Be sure to check out the episode description for our guest social media links for more information on this show or to read my blog, Soka Poor Stories and Deviant's Guide to Sex. Or if you're interested in receiving a personal tarot reading from me, visit DimitriWild.com. Stay deviant. Remember, subscribing might not be worth it, but it's also not optional. (laughs)